Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Monday evening. I uh, hope you're all tuckered in your house. If not, and tuckered. you're driving, make sure you... don't want you... them to be tuckered. What, what do you want to be? You want them to be tucked in. Tucked in in your house. Tuckered is... Uh, you don't want them to be tuckered. Well, tuckered, he's on Fox. <laughs> Speaking of Fox, Chris Wallace announced uh, at the end um, of his show this week uh, that he will be uh, departing Fox News immediately. Uh, he's hosted the Monday or the Sunday Fox News Sunday show for 18 years. Long time, yeah. Um, Highly and, rated Fox News Sunday. Yeah, show. and he's widely credited by folks on all sides of the political spectrum of being one of the good journalists out there who really goes to the heart of the matter. This is on the heels, John, of a bunch of other departures that have taken place over at Fox. Uh, a lot of. Um, Journalists and others saying that what's going on with the opinion uh, shows in the evening is problematic. Um, what, what's your take on uh, Chris Wallace wanting to get out? Well, you know, there's always been this um, division between the news and opinion outlets at Fox, at the Fox Network. And, um, you know, our good friend, St. Louisan, Leland Vittert, did the weekend news right. on Fox. He's part of the Fox News division. And the Fox News division... Uh, I think do a, a really fine, fine job of reporting the news. I think they're good journalists. And I'm thinking about people like Brett Baer, Neil Cavuto, quite good. Uh, I think uh, John Roberts, the, the their former White House correspondent uh, at Fox News, who's got a midday show now with uh, Dana Perino. I think they're, no, I guess she's in the morning. Uh, but I, I think their news programming does quite well. And the opinion programming is clearly an acquired taste. I mean, you either you either like the point of view that Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram are bringing to the table, or or you don't, but uh, but it's highly rated. It's it's performing very well in the ratings. At CNN, you know, I mean, they're not very popular over there. That's where Chris Wallace is going to CNN. Yeah, so Plus. he's not only yeah CNN Plus. Now here's what I don't get: I'm having a hard enough time watching CNN. Right. Uh, or Fox or MSNBC. Yeah, agreed. Now they're going to have these streaming services where you will pay extra. For stuff like Chris Wallace, like, I don't know. It seems to me that it would make some more sense just to move Chris Wallace into their regular news lineup 
Uh, maybe even put him in where Chris Cuomo was. Well, that's was. what I was thinking. Of course, he may not want to host a show two hours a night, five nights a week. That's a lot. And uh, so that's probably not something he wants to do. But I could see him having a Sunday show on CNN that, you know, could maybe compete. But that Fox News Sunday is a good show and has been for a long time. And Chris Wallace was a big part of it. Now, he's fallen out of favor with a lot of people on my side of the aisle. Because he's a journalist. Because he's a journalist. And he is. He's a, he's a journalist. And, and uh you think that's one of our driving issues that's going on in today's society is people only want to hear things through the prism that they choose to have it? I think that's long been the case. It's just they have more access to it now. And, and um, you know, that's it's when you decide what you want to hear. Here's, you, you here's Chris Wallace's it. announcement right here. Listen to this. Finally, a personal note. After 18 years, this is my final Fox News Sunday. It is the last time, and I say this with real sadness, we will meet like this. 18 years ago, the bosses here at Fox promised me they would never interfere with a guest I booked or a question I asked, and they kept that promise. I have been free to report to the best of my ability, to cover the stories I think are important, to hold our country's leaders to account. It's been a great ride. We've covered five presidential elections, interviewed every president since George H.W. Bush, traveled the world sitting down with France's Emmanuel Macron and Russia's Vladimir Putin. And I've gotten to spend Sunday mornings with you. It may sound corny, but I feel we've built a community here. There's a lot you can do on Sunday mornings. The fact you've chosen to spend this hour with us is something I cherish. But after 18 years, I have decided to leave Fox. I want to try something new to go beyond politics to all the things I'm interested in. I'm ready for a new adventure, and I hope you'll check it out. And so, for the last time, dear friends, that's it for today. Have a great week, and I hope you'll keep watching Fox News Sunday. Wow. Yeah, uh, that was a real stunner. I didn't see it coming, and nobody saw it coming. And certainly, you wouldn't have seen it coming just that immediately. And like he's right. done, he's done. Uh, so, you know, Chris Wallace, in my opinion, was a very good, probative uh, interviewer along the lines. And you don't see the likes of them much anymore. I'm thinking about uh, Tim Russert, who was very good. He would do his homework, and he'd have a guest on, and he'd pull a quote that the guest had said about something, and and just. Lay it on, lay it right on them, you know. Right. And they have to defend what they had said six months ago or two years ago, and you don't see a lot of that in journalism. There's a, there's an awful lot of, um, you know, just kind of softball questions and blah blah blah. Sure. You know, why are you the best press secretary we've ever had, Jen? <laughs> I mean, you know, that kind of stuff. And so Chris Wallace's type, I think, will be missed, and I hope that Fox <clears throat> chooses wisely his replacement because it's a it's a position of some do, responsibility. Do you take it on its face that this was him just wanting to move on to something else or do you think that like uh, some other folks that have exited Fox they they just have had enough with could what's be. going on? I, I mean it could be and he certainly has been the brunt of a lot of online criticism although I don't know that that necessarily bothers him but he's certainly been the brunt of a lot of it but so is Joe Buck for that matter. I mean the stuff yeah. they say about Joe Buck online is ridiculous. The guy's a brilliant broadcaster. He really is. Uh, but you know so I think it could be that. I think it could be that Wallace is not 
comfortable with the drift of the opinion programming on that network. Yeah. That's entirely possible. And we may well find out in the coming yeah. days and weeks. You're willing to pay a subscription fee. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. About well, if that. he if he does speak publicly about concerns he has at Fox News, that'll make news everywhere. I mean, it'll get reported everywhere. So, you know, his father, of course, was the legend Mike, Mike Wallace, Wallace yeah. who was with sixty Minutes. So, I guess the apple doesn't fall far right? from the tree. His dad was known for being hard hitting. He was man. Mike Wallace was tough. Yeah, man, well, I remember watching sixty. First of all, I love sixty Minutes now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's gotten a little too. Preachy for me. Yeah, but I, I, 60 Minutes, I still enjoy the program. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those that if it's a Sunday evening and I'm sitting on the couch and the football game's over, I'm going to I mean, watch that it. That thing they did with Kim Gardner was ridiculous. Oh, completely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah they, and But where I was going with this is when I used to hear 60 Minutes start when I was a kid, I hated it because it meant, oh, man, bedtime's coming and i got to get my homework <laughs> you got to do your homework. I, I haven't done any of it. <laughs> but I, for some reason, I can remember watching 60 Minutes and Mike Wallace would be interviewing people with a cigarette in his hand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All the times have changed, huh? Well, yeah. Now they're banning cigarettes in uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. Well, that's one person on the right, uh, although he's not right, no. a journalist Agreed. from Fox News, which a lot of people consider to be on the right. The other is Brian Williams on the left. And we come when we come back, we'll play you what he said when he walked off. And happy holidays from Hancock and Kelly. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas in 12 years. days. 12 days. If you haven't done your shopping, Christmas. 12 days. Seems like everybody's getting a new job for Christmas or leaving the one they have. Yeah. Uh, Brian Williams, who's on the other side of the dial, John, a lot of people consider the MSNBC to be <laughs> the the, con- the well, to be the counterpoint to yeah. Fox uh-huh. uh, from the left. Yeah. Uh, and I have to tell you, I can't stand any of it. I can't either. Uh, I don't like uh, the Maddow show. No, I don't or, either. Uh, I don't even know who's on anymore on MSNBC. But the one show that I did find myself tuning a lot into was Brian Williams' The 11th Hour. Yeah, I would watch that on occasion. Yeah, he always had insightful and informed guests, and uh, he's chosen to move on from NBC. Now, he's clearly had his issues in the past. They're (laughs) well-documented. Yes. But I have to tell you, I was extremely impressed with his reporting and his show on The 11th Hour. Uh, And his departure had a bit of a message with it that I think uh, people, well, listen to this. Well, look at the time. I'll try to keep this brief. After 28 years of Peacock logos on much of what I own, it is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in this place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman.
to my coworkers, my love and thanks. And I say again, everyone I've worked with has made me better at what I do. To my family, love and thanks doesn't begin to cover it, but now I have the time to better express it. My friends know who they are. No one's been blessed with better friends. To the guests on this broadcast, as you heard the nice man say a few minutes ago, it's always been about you. Otherwise, I'd be staring into the camera for an hour, five nights a week, and nobody wants to see that. You are the 11th hour and will continue to be the 11th hour. This is where I thank you, however, for being so great for explaining these last five years. As a proud New Jersey native, this is where I get to say regrets. I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. What a ride it's been. Where else? How else? was a kid like me going to meet presidents and kings and the occasional rock star. These lovely testimonials that I can never truly repay make me hyper aware that it has been and remains a wonderful life. It's as if I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning in Bedford Falls. So a lot of is, what though, uh, wake up tomorrow Brian Williams has to say there is uh, very personal in nature, but uh, he ended with uh, a bit of a warning warning uh, about what's happening in our democracy and what people are up to these days. Uh, I, I took particular delight in the um, comment where he said that uh, some people with degrees from places I could only dream of having uh, have joined in on this nonsense. And I think he was talking. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. ...directly about Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. Do you know? Oh, come on. Well, maybe. Yeah. You know, the thing about Brian Williams, and it, of course, had his issues with... The truth there years ago that it got him canned from being the anchor of the NBC Evening News. To Who would have thought he could be president 11, being that kind of a liar? At night. But, you know, he, he, makes, he makes a good point about the love of the country. And a really good point, a profound point, because I think so. we, we get so embedded in our camps that and we so demonize the other side. And I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty Ditto. of it. Uh, but you lose sight on the central fact that, that this is a unique and blessed country in the history of the world. We're going through a very hard period right now. I hope we can get out of it. But it is it is a remarkable place. It's a place that I am so thankful that I was born and raised in. And we share so much together, our history, uh, our goals, our, our values. There's a, there's a lot that we do share in common as Americans. And, you know, you see this hurricane the other night, and it reminds you, or, I mean, the tornado that swept through the eight states the other night, and it reminds you that we're all Americans. And we were helping people. It didn't matter what their politics were. And even the politicians were singing the praises of the governor of the other party or the president, Biden, if they were Republicans, uh, for the disaster relief. And so... It's still there. That flicker is still there. John, you're a student of history um, far more than I am. Um, and I, we, we asked this question the other night on the Glover Show, and I'd love for you to talk about it for a second. Um, history often is something that teaches us and, and it repeats itself. What time in our history does this relate to? I, I was asking my mom the other night, was this what it was like in the 60s? And she said, I don't remember it being... This 60s bad. were, uh, it's an apt comparison. I wasn't living then, but the country was deeply divided in, in the in the 60s. And you had the waves of the, the war protesting. You had the civil rights movement, which was quite um, quite a moment in American history. But I think you, you go back certainly to the Civil War. I mean, we were literally two countries and for five years. And... Um, you know, the the Union survived that, but at what cost? And you think about the thousands and thousands of people who died fighting the Civil War for what? And, you know, in the South, they were fighting for slavery. I know a lot of conservative historians have tried to kind of whitewash that the war wasn't really about slavery. It was about states. It was about slavery. Right. And and that's why they were fighting it. And, and that's why the South seceded. And... We're not there by a long shot today. By a long shot, we're not there. But in terms of how divided we are, it's as divided as I think the country has been since that battle. One of the points that Brian Williams made, and I know it's a point that I've heard you make before, is that he's an institutionalist. Yeah. Um, does it concern you? Um, and look, your party's guilty of this. I guess my party is uh, to a to a lesser extent, but we haven't been there as long. Um, and in charge now, uh, that we're watching systematic dismantling of our institutions. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a real concern. 
yeah. uh, the questioning of our FBI and the you know the 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 authority is always the the wrong party, the the doing away of even you know local control over over our own health care policy, uh, which was something our you know forefathers wanted to have these institutions and and checks and balances in there. And now we're just seeing folks try to eliminate those things. Yeah, and and the institutions we do have are under so much stress. You look at Congress; it's 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 unrecognizable from what it was just a couple generations ago. You know, we just lost Bob Dole. Um, Bob Dole, I don't see how he would function in the U.S. Senate of today, and and it's not helpful. It's not helpful that we can't legislate. It's not helpful that our system can't come together. Now, in times of crisis and catastrophe, it still can and does and did during the pandemic. But as a ongoing, well-functioning legislative body, we're well, far from e- far from where even we the need pan- to be. peaceful transition of power, yeah, John. Well, I mean, we go. we had yeah. our former president didn't even participate in the uh, the the transition of that power. Now, one of those people that I've spent my entire life trying to beat and, and and get out of the United States Senate's Roy Blunt. He was the chairman of that operation. Yeah. He kept it going. Uh, we all remember the antics of the former president leaving in the morning and, you know, really, I mean, the, the damage that was done. And I know that we like to say, well, this has been fomenting and coming for a while. But I feel like we hit a trigger point with this president. And then now what we're learning under this January 6th committee where it was evident that this was a coup attempt that was being pulled off. They were literally going to use the National Guard to help support this. They had an uh, they, they had a PowerPoint presentation that they had put together that they were going to try to declare martial law and, and, and relegate the elections invalid. I mean, those institutions, yeah, I guess they're being torn down on all sides, but they they were put to the test by Donald Trump, the and test. they are the, continuing to yeah, be tested yeah. by no, Donald Trump and his followers on a daily basis. No question they were put to the test. And, you know, there was a, a whole battery of military generals, leaders in, in the U.S. military that made it quite clear that no, we're not using the troops for this election stuff. I mean, they were quite clear about that, but the idea of— Calling martial law certainly that was that was expressed in the White House after the election. So no what does what it. doesn't that scare you that yeah. when you watch the polling right now and you see Donald Trump so popular and so many people think this was election was stolen and he still has this rabid fan support uh, base of support when we learn these salacious details that we learned even today people call it fake news or they say he was justified in those actions. Isn't that perpetuating tearing down our institutions? Well, what really concerns me is the fact that you've got look, the people that rioted are a small percentage of our population. It puts a problem. I mean, it was horrible. It was horrible. But most of the people that support Donald Trump aren't going to be busted down the doors of the U.S. Capitol building. But you now have a country where tens of millions of people fundamentally believe that our elections are meaningless. That's not good. It's not true. And it's not good. And and if 
if so you, whose responsibility is it to bring it back? Well, because you say the right thing. Leaders have, but to, our own senator from Missouri is out there leading that effort. I don't see many Democrats out there saying these elections are fraudulent. Blah blah blah. It's well, being left. <laughs> it's being Abrams. led by a fraud <laughs> by a small group of folks inside the Republican Party. Yeah, and it's not help. It's not helpful for the republic for to have tens of millions of people think the elections are all rigged. And uh, it's mostly on my side today. But you know, we went through the two thousand elections. That was not exactly a, a, a high water mark either. No. And you know the Stacey Abrams race in Georgia, and so it's it's both parties, and it's and I think the institutionalist and the anti institutionalist is probably not a bad way of framing where people are coming from on a lot of these issues. And I am an institutionalist. I understand, but you're from a state that's nominating Republicans who are anti-institutionalists. We'll see. He's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We got more to talk about after this. We're going to hop, hop, hop along. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. So I had my uh, encounter with the animal kingdom this weekend. Because uh, you're not a big animal person. No, I'm not. I like, I'll go to the zoo. I'll look at them. Will uh, you go to the yeah, zoo? Yeah, I like to go you to like the to zoo. You like to look at the... Uh, the only place at the zoo I don't like is the monkey house. You don't like the monkey house? No, they look like me. And when <laughs> you see exactly. them... Yeah, but no, they look like humans. So when I look at them, I'm like, really? We have these things in cages? They look like me. They shouldn't be in cages. Well, yeah. Why don't you get them a job then, Kelly? No, and, what uh, I want them to do is put them back where they're from. You know, I don't have a problem with alligators and snakes and and tigers. Well, and, well, but, you know. uh, but what about the llamas? And, I don't have a problem the with zebras. the llama being there and the zebra. I just the monkey. I don't know. I just I have a hard time with the monkey being in the in the cage. They love it in there. Oh, they don't. Of course they do. Do you think that in the wild they pick up their excrement and throw it at each other? <laughs> yeah. Maybe when they're fighting, but not for, you know, just <laughs> everyday entertainment. That's why, that's why you don't want them flying the airplanes out there. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about my... Dung slinger. Brush, yeah, the dung slinger. Let me, let me tell you about my brush with uh, animals the animal this kingdom. weekend. So Friday night was the night of the, the, the tornadoes. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday kind of warmed back up. So it Saturday did. I had my, my, my back door open. So And you're just to paint a picture for the people. You're, you're living in a condo. I live in a high-rise, yeah. I yeah. live in a high-rise condo. I'm on like the sixth floor. Don't tell people what floor you're on. Okay. Right, go ahead, Kelly. I'm on the, I'm on the floor. Yeah. But I'm, I'm above street level. Let's right. just say that. Yeah, yeah. So you, I don't, you don't want to walk out the door and like fall. No. Yeah. No. So I leave the door open uh-huh. and I'm sitting on the couch. I'm enjoying the day. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The breeze is blowing. Sunday morning I get up. Yeah. I had left the door cracked open. Oh, overnight. Overnight. And you like and I are going to do cool the TV breeze, show. Yeah. yeah. So I, I walk out to check and see what the weather's like. You know, I hadn't turned on KMOX yet. Right. I walk, and all of a sudden I hear a, like a scratch of a fingernail on the concrete on, huh. on my patio. Ooh. And I look, and I'm like, what is that, a bobcat? Is that a... Yeah, that's uh, scary stuff. Yeah, what, what, what was it? So it's this, it's an animal. It's about foot and a half long he's maybe uh, you know foot tall oh it was a, a it was a domesticated rabbit somebody's pet, pet rabbit but but yeah you bunny say. so it wasn't like the bunnies you see out in yeah in, the little uh, guys uh, no yeah. this, this, this was, was a big bunny, bunny. a big yeah. fat bunny yeah. Yeah. And, and clean and and pretty did he have uh, a collar on uh, he did he did <laughs> funny. yeah he did have a collar on <laughs> and so all of a sudden he goes scampering by me yeah and he goes under the the little 
block between me and my neighbor. Oh, was he looking for carrots or something? What do you think? I don't know what the heck oh, he was doing. Yeah. So now I'm curious. So here I am. I'm in my boxers. Oh, boy. Uh, you That's know, it's, it's stuff. Too much so information I there. kind of peer around the corner, around Peering my around neighbor's block. Yeah. We have like a wall between us. So I right. kind of look over there. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the bunny hops into that guy's house. So I think it was his pet. So the bunny. But it was over on my patio, and it scared me to. Is there a gap between your patio and their patio? Well, so we have like um, a fence that there's an opening at the bottom, and then it's probably eight feet tall. Uh-huh. So it's about, a you know, maybe. Five or six inches on the bottom. Uh-huh. And the bunny went under there. And the bunny went under there. Oh, and okay. I'm now, now I'm curious. I'm like, well, where is this bunny coming from? And now i got to worry about this bunny. Could the bunny fall off of the patio? No, 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 oh. no. We, we're we're kind of, it's a, it's hard to describe, but the patio is kind of enclosed, if okay. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a long building, so the patios are all connected, but they're divided by these dividers. What the heck do you do with a pet bunny? I don't know. That So the, this gets my brain going. Right, so now I'm like six, seven, nine hundred. If you've what, ever had a pet bunny, right, and you know none of my neighbors talk to me, so I I, yeah. I couldn't really walk over to the guy and be like, "So you got a bunny? Right. <laughs> what, what do you have the bunny for? Does it lay eggs? Because uh, you know at Easter time they always have the bunny laying eggs, but I know they don't lay eggs. They, yeah, they give live birth. Yeah, they do because yeah. they're bunnies, of course. But yeah. uh, it was supposed to be humorous. Oh, thanks for not laughing. No, I'm with you. I'm, but I'm the here. bunny scared the snot out of me. So fast forward. Sunday before the the uh, hockey game, yeah, I'm sitting at my house. I'm racing on my uh, PlayStation. I got my PlayStation up. Uh. I'm waiting on you to tell me that we're gonna meet somewhere. Yeah, and so I'm I'm and all of a sudden I hear, and I look up. I have a bird in my house. Ooh, that's now the worst. a bird has flown into my house, that's and not terrible. a pretty bird. Yeah, not a not a good looking bird. Like this a is pigeon? a it, no, wasn't a pigeon, oh, but it was a. It was a darkish brown, dirty-looking bird, huh. and so now I'm like, "Well, how am I going to get this bird out of bird? my house?" Oh, I, you know, uh, fairly sized, uh, you know, size maybe, of your hand, maybe a, a, oh, big, it's bigger than my hand. Ooh. Yeah. So now I don't know what to do. So now this poor sucker, he's trying to get out, and he keeps flying in. I have big floor-to-ceiling windows. Is he pooping all over the place? Yeah, he's scared to death. He's pooping. Oh, yeah. He's hitting the wall, and so I don't know what to do. Right. So I run into my bathroom and I grab a, a big bath towel, mm-hmm. the biggest one I can find. Because I, I tried shooing him right. towards the door. This was not working. And in the meanwhile, I'm getting bird um Oh, yeah. Those birds will everywhere. poop all over the yeah, place. Bird yeah, bird poop yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so finally I go get this towel and I kind of go around him with the towel against the window. You were able to get that close? Well, he was fluttering up against the window. Yeah. And his feathers were going everywhere, and they were coming off of him, and it was dusty. And so I went, and I took the towel, and I kind of put it around him. And I kind of quickly encased it, and I took him outside, and I shook out the towel and and tossed it. And he probably thought I was mean, but I saved his life. Yeah, he flew away. And I thought, well, am I turning into Snow White? The bunnies are coming. (laughs) The birds are coming. What's next? Baby. Do not say a snake. Do not say a snake. Because I'm telling you right now, if I would have opened that patio door and saw a snake on the sixth floor of this building, oh. that build, I would have sold that unit by now. Oh, I'd be living out in God's country with you. Well, you should come out and live in God's country. Well, uh, it's dangerous out there. We had a bird in the house one time, and I was so scared, I ran upstairs to the bedroom and closed the door. <laughs> I George and the kids. I, I'm just, I'm no good, man. Do you remember I we were no live good. on the radio one day when? Uh, was it George Sells? 
Yeah. Our own George Sells. Oh, he right? had the. Uh, he had an owl. Yeah, an owl. Got in his house. Came in through his uh, yes. chimney. Yes. And let me tell you, this was not like a you know a little pet owl. It was a big old owl. This this sucker was about two foot tall, and like he had the, the top big of eyes. Totem pole. Yeah. Yeah, he had to call like an owl removal service. Oh man, Ooh. yeah, Ooh. that wouldn't be that wouldn't Ooh. be good. I would I wouldn't want no darn. Owl. I mean, owls. I don't. They're not mean though. I mean, will they will they bite you? Oh, I think they can hurt you good. I think really? they got real strong claws because they can go down and grab mice and yeah. uh, and other rodents Ooh, yeah. with their their claws. All right, I'm not messing with an. Go owl. ahead, Mike. You gonna say something here? Well, uh, yeah, they got talons essentially. Ooh, well, so, we all have talons on their on their hands. Yeah, and it, so they go down there and they like pierce them, scoop it up. Yeah. Well, they scoop it up, and you know it. It's kind. Of, I got the mammal study merit badge. And oh, I think Lord. part of this is how I remember it. Even though birds aren't <clears throat> mammals, we talked about it in the class for some reason. I'm pretty sure the counselor wasn't 100% sure what species he was teaching that day. Are you an Eagle Scout? Yes, I am. So am I. There you go. Yeah. How about you, Michael? No, I'm not an Eagle Scout. <laughs> well, was- all I need to tell you about how much of a joke those merit badges are is Hancock has the orienteering merit I do. badge. You got orienteering. I this do. man, really? he yes. can't find first base without directions and someone telling him, so now take 60 steps that way. It's 90 feet in that direction, and then when oh, you no, get I there, you need to base. reorient and go 90 degrees the other way. I just have a little confusion over north, south, east, and west. Yeah, and, uh, that would be confusing. And, and um, left and right gets in my way on And occasion. he can't swim. And, what Eagle uh, Scout can't that, that's swim? That's a required merit badge. No, no, swimming or life-saving or sports. No, it's not sports anymore. Well, it's uh, emer- It's like emergency preparedness I may, or something I now. may have a few years on you there, Michael. <laughs> I can't wait. One day we're going to get him to bring in his The sash. merit badge sash. You'll be amazed. How many all merit badges did you get? Oh, Do you like remember? 30? I, I got 36. Right, I, I want to compare sashes now. Right. I've still got oh. my grandpa's old sash yeah. when he was an eagle back in 1920s. 1920s? Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe next Monday you guys ought to bring my your sash. Working, my grandparents weren't weren't Boy Scouts. No. They my, were bootleggers. Well, I was gonna say, my, <laughs> my grandpa worked while you were out pretending like you were going to learn how to swim. Hey, it's Hancock Kelly. One more segment left. Hang See around. Ya. It's the Hancock and Kelly Show Late Night Edition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Best of Glover up after us. So that's what they tell me. around for yeah. that. And then and we got uh, your American Stories coming after We got them. a bunch of American Stories for you. And uh, speaking of stories, yeah. I got one to tell you last night. Last night? What? No, that wasn't last night. No, wasn't <laughs> I, last night. I know what you were right, doing I woke night. up this morning and yeah. found out that they had the Miss Universe pageant last oh, night. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Now, uh, Miss India won uh, the Miss, Miss Universe. India Miss won. India, I N D I A, yeah, oh. India uh, won the um, Miss Universe pageant. Okay. Can you believe they still have this? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, that, there's a lot of money in those pageants. Really? Yeah. I don't know. With everything that's going on in today's woke society, don't you think it's interesting that we have these beauty pageants still? Well, I mean, uh... I mean, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't mind it. Uh, you know, I. I but I, I, I do think there's a, a movement going on in our world that kind of surprised me that we still have pageants that, you know, and there they are. They go out in their little ball gowns and their swimsuits and they're and I'm all for this. Like, well, I mean, Miss America. I mean, that's uh, that's all very it's a educational. Pageant. That's no, very okay. educational focus. Mm-hmm. You got and and uh, Miss America herself is usually quite an accomplished, exceptional person. Our own Debbie Turner years ago, right, went on to become a veteran. Is there a Mister America pageant uh, for beauty? No, 
Yeah. What about a Mr. Universe? For weightlifting, I think, or bodybuilding. Oh, oh right, yeah. like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. type stuff. Yeah, that kind of thing. But now, uh, there are no that. male beauty pages. There's no, why not? Because there's no males are beautiful. Well, come on. Uh, George Clooney's beautiful. He's not that beautiful. Brad Pitt's beautiful. He's not that beautiful. What are you talking about? I don't. Those are beautiful. Ronaldo. Yeah. He's a beautiful guy. I don't know Ronaldo. David Beckham. I don't know him. You don't know who David Beckham is? I mean, I know the name. The soccer player. He's a, soccer he's a beautiful player. man. They don't use their but, hands. But, I mean, it's just interesting that we still have beauty pageants. I think it's great. I love beauty. I once participated in a beauty pageant. What What role did you play in a beauty pageant? Well, I was at uh, at college, uh-huh. and I played the piano for my music class one day. Really? And uh, it's gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. Girl comes up to me, and she says, uh, do you accompany and I've never accompanied in my life. And I looked at well, her. Well, I would have. If the if girl came up and yeah. asked me, do I accompany? I'm thinking we're going to dinner. Well, she means she's. A, <laughs> and I, so I looked at her and I said, yes, I do. And uh, she says, well, I'm in the Miss North Central Missouri pageant. <laughs> and uh, I need a piano player for <laughs> I left my heart in San Francisco. Would you do it? And I looked at her and I said, yes, I will. <laughs> well, so I play ragtime piano. Yeah. So I'm taking my time. I'm learning this piece, you know, and we're practicing a few times. She says, oh, I love when you jazz it up like that. So we get to the pageant. I'm off stage, nervous as heck. Yeah. And she walks out to sing, I left my heart in San Francisco. And I'm starting good. It's going It's going well. To be where little cable cars climb right. half. Well, the tempo gets away from me, apparently. And by the time we're on the second verse, it's to be where little cable cars climb halfway. And she's looking at me side eye, you know, halfway to the star of the falling. Like, slow down, dude. And I'm, and I'm now I'm ripping it. My heart went there. It's San Francisco. Anyway, <laughs> she uh, she ended up losing, and uh, and her parents ended up not taking me back to Columbia. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I, I don't know how I got home that night. Are you serious? It was not good. Well, what were you supposed to do? Oh, I was supposed to be a better accompanist. Now, here, listen. This girl's one. Obviously, be, nothing. Did you say came, northwest? North central Missouri. All it right. was in. Uh, I want to say it was in Moberly, Missouri, where All the pageant. Right. So, Miss North Central Missouri. Yeah. Is in a beauty pageant to become Miss Missouri and she's to showing become Miss off America. Her skill and yeah. the song she chose. So I left my heart in San Francisco. Is about a city fifteen hundred miles from where she's at. Well, but it's a great piece of music. What? Supposedly. Why not? Meet me in St. Louis. Well, I, I'm Kansas not, I'm City. Not that old. Buddy. Kansas City. Here we come. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. If you're gonna be Miss Missouri. Don't you do something Missouri? You don't, don't sing know. a California Gal song. Yeah, I went to high school with was a baton twirler, it's, it's and she became like, Miss Missouri. It's kind of like this hockey game last night. Yeah. All of a sudden, the stadium, the only thing they do in unison, almost heaven, West, West Virginia. Virginia. Oh, yeah, love that. They sing the whole song. Yeah. It's a song about a state a thousand miles from us. So why it are has you nothing to do with the St. Louis Blues. Why are you exercising? Why don't they this? play the St. Louis Blues and we all they sing do. that? They play why it after we, every goal. Why are we singing West Virginia? Because it's a thing, Michael. They, they want to okay. encourage audience participation. They tried Sweet Caroline and it didn't work. They put they put West Virginia up. Bam! It was incredible. You heard everybody singing. I know it, it was, was weird. Lovely. It was absolutely lovely. He's John Hancock. Take me home. Country roads. I'm Michael Kelly. To the place where I belong. Chesterfield. Chesterfield. That's, That's my buddy I'm John. At. He's yeah. headed home. I'm headed back to the West End. Hope you're going to be listening to KMOX all night. We'll keep you up to date on all the news, changing weather conditions.
Well, that's exactly right. Now, the update on the football game, the Los Angeles Rams are leading the Arizona Cardinals 30-10. to 10. It's not looking good. Not looking good. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. See you Friday. We will see you Friday. We'll see you Sunday morning on Fox 2, and we'll see you right back here next Monday night on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.